Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Mean Old Lion Media presents Pregnancy Pearls. Meet Dr. Nicole Plenty, a double board certified OBGYN and high risk pregnancy expert. She's brilliant, well researched, and feisty. Growing tired of seeing complications of pregnancy that could have been prevented, she wanted a way to empower women through knowledge because, as she says, all doctors aren't created equal. This quest to educate women birthed this podcast, Pregnancy Pearls, with Dr. Plenty. Thanks for listening to Pregnancy Pearls Podcast with me, Dr. Nicole Plenty. So Easter is next weekend, not this weekend, but next weekend. So if you're anything like me, you plan to reward yourself on Easter Sunday. So if you're pregnant, that's even more reason to eat whatever you want. But if you go hard on Easter, regardless of whether you're pregnant or not, that means you need to pace yourself before Easter and then reset afterwards. If you already had your baby and have yet to reset, now is the time, people. If your baby is two years old, you can't keep blaming those extra pounds, 20 pounds if you're me, on the baby. We have to do the work to get our uh, baby fat off and back to our pre-pregnancy bodies. Y'all, I'm guilty. So I'm not talking about you or laughing at you. I'm laughing with you and myself. And we're not alone, right? So almost 40% of Americans over age 20 years old are obese. I'm not talking about overweight, obese, meaning they have a BMI of at least 30 milligrams per kilogram squared. And over 70% of Americans that are over 20 are at least overweight. So that encompasses everybody that has a BMI over 27. Okay. Now, pregnancy only aids to these stats with women who have children making up a large proportion of those who are actually obese. Women who have been pregnant on average retain 15 to 20 pounds at least two years after they have a baby. Okay. So that's why I can't get this 15 pounds off of me. I'm in the normal stat. Okay. Now being in a state of obesity can lead to a world of complications. And so that's why it's, it's important to get the weight off. So we're not trying to fat shame anybody here. We're not trying to tell you, you don't look good. Cause I look good. I look good with all my thickness. So I'm not telling you don't look good. I'm just telling you, we need to live healthier lifestyles because obesity is linked to a lot of stuff. So obesity can increase your risk of high blood pressure. It can increase your risk of having a stroke or heart attack, increase your risk of long-term heart disease. People that are obese tend to have higher cholesterol. You have higher cholesterol. It can increase your risk of all those other things that we just talked about. And then of course, People that have obesity have an increased risk of pregnancy complications such as preeclampsia, gestational diabetes, high blood pressure in pregnancy. They also have an increased risk of having babies that have 
different structural defects like heart defects and spinal cord defects that have an increased risk of having a C-section or what's called an operative delivery, meaning you need a vacuum to try to pull the baby out um, and a higher rate of C-sections. And then even if you're talking about pregnancy itself, people that are obese can have a harder time getting pregnant, right? Because it's linked to an increased risk of polycystic ovarian syndrome, which means that you may not be ovulating regularly. So that can cause you to have issues with childbirth just in general and getting pregnant. So we want to make sure that we're not talking about this from an angle of obese just because of how you look. Okay. But it's more than about how you look. It's about your health and being here long term so that you can support and be there for your family and the kids that you have now or the ones that you will have in the future. So to help us out with ways to lose weight, I have a very special person with us today who is a personal trainer and fitness expert, Stacy Kadar. Stacy Kadar is a resident of Katy, Texas by way of Dorita, Louisiana. She's a school counselor by day and health and wellness coach slash personal trainer by night. Stacy began her career in education in 2011 while pregnant with her third child. As a former athlete, she always understood the importance of exercise. This significance was amplified after putting on approximately 70 pounds, y'all, with her last pregnancy. It was at that time she began an intense fitness regimen and her love for exercise and desire to help other mothers lose weight blossomed. Continuing in education, Stacy began pursuing a personal training certification and started a health and wellness business in 2018 and also hosted several mom-friendly boot camps. She currently works as a school counselor and provides personal training services to women and children upon request. And most importantly, she's my baby sister, y'all. So, Stacy, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much, Nicole, Dr. Plenty, for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, did y'all hear it? Thank you so much, Dr. Plenty. I should make her call me Dr. Plenty like every time she sees me. Like, don't call me Nicole. Call me Dr. Plenty when you enter my household. It's Dr. Plenty to you. Negative. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Okay, so all seriousness, you know, my sister and I have completely different personalities. So she's looking at me like, I wish you would try to make me address you as such when I enter your house. But she's keeping a PG on the podcast, which I can appreciate, y'all. I can appreciate that. So Stacey, tell us about your weight loss journey. Like how, well, first, how did you gain 70 pounds in the pregnancy? Well, you know, I was very depressed when I found out I was pregnant with Haley, first and foremost. Um, so working out was not on my radar at all. It was also my first year in education. So I was stress eating, um, depression eating. I just was not doing any type of physical activity other than walking to the refrigerator and walking my butt back to the couch to eat. Um, so I was tired and I just gained an excessive amount of weight with Haley. She was my biggest baby by far. So did your OBGYN not tell you, hey, Stacy, this is the recommended weight gaining amount of weight you should gain in pregnancy? Did you not remember anybody telling you that? Oh, yes. My doctor was fabulous. And of course, she can tell me that, but she didn't come home with me. So I was doing what I wanted to do <laughs> and going to these appointments and getting busted every time I was in an appointment. So 
life. Life happens. So you said that you were not in a good place emotionally. So you were stress eating and depression eating and all those things. And then you had your daughter, my little princess. So what did you do? What made you decide, okay, it's time for me to get this weight off. Like what was the like aha moment that made you say, okay, I need to lose weight. I guess just looking in the mirror, I knew I've had experience, you know, as you said, I was an athlete, so I knew what I wanted my body to look like. And I didn't want to sink further into like a postpartum depression. Um, So just had to be self-motivated, had to be dedicated. And I started doing insanity, you know, the infamous insanity um, after Haley. And I would hold myself accountable by posting on social media. I was posting every single day. I'm on day one, y'all, day two, day three. Um, And that kept me going with my, that began my weight loss journey. And then from there, I kind of switched it up to try to find something that I really, really liked. I tried CrossFit. I did a bunch of those competitions and I was all gung-ho for CrossFit. So that just led me to recognizing that I needed a type of high intensity interval training instead of just weight training kind of geared more to my body, something that I like to do that helped me to keep the weight off. How did you actually end up losing weight? Did you lose all 70 pounds that you gained? I would say I lost the majority of it, but not all 70. Maybe over time, you mean she's 11 now. So (laughs) I would say I've lost that now, but in, in the beginning, no, it was a struggle. I had to change my eating habits. I had to increase my water intake. I had to find, you know, the workout program that was right for me. So that's why I took, it was a lot of trial and error. I'm gonna try this. Let me try this. Let me try this fad diet. Let me try this Beyonce cleanse and the cayenne pepper and lemonade and all kinds of things. I was trying to find something that was suitable for me. Okay. What actually worked? Just being consistent, um, hit training and eating right and increasing my water. For everybody listening, that's high, high intensity interval training hit with two eyes, y'all is what she's talking about. So I hear that you mentioned that you tried a whole bunch of fads. And for y'all that don't know, my sister can like stick with any diet. Like I'm the person in the family that's like, Okay, we're going to do this diet for how long? Wait a minute. Can I cheat some? Not her. Like if she says she's going to do a diet, she's like going to do it. Like she could die doing this diet. She's going to still do this diet. She's always been that person in terms of like fads. So you said you tried a lot of fads. Do you ever do any, like, do you recommend any weight loss medications for people that are trying to jumpstart their weight loss? Like, are those like just bad? just altogether bad. I don't recommend weight loss medications because I don't want to recommend like um, this, a magic pill because there's no magic pill. You have to incorporate some type of physical movement with my health and wellness company. We sell a detox and energy pills and people think, Oh, I'm just going to take this detox and I'm going to lose all the weight. No, ma'am, Pam, you have to actually work out with it. So no, I'm not one that promotes any type of weight loss supplement. Now that you bursted all of our bubbles and told us we can't take a magic pill, uh, let's go to some questions from our listeners that pertain to weight loss. Why don't we? The first question is, Dr. Plenty, I noticed that you and your sister posted about doing a juice cleanse as a way to jumpstart weight loss. I'm currently four weeks postpartum. 
Is this juice cleanse safe to do while breastfeeding? You can go first, Stacey. Okay, so I would stay away from uh, a strict juice cleanse while breastfeeding, um, only because you want to actually increase the amount of calories you're taking in so that you can produce enough milk for the baby. So no, you can add in different juices with your diet, but not a full on juice cleanse. So if you want to just, if you're just interested in juicing, um, you could add maybe three or four juices into your diet so that that would increase the amount of vegetables and fruit that you have. But you also want to increase the amount of protein that you're getting. Um, you want to still eat green leafy vegetables and you want to eat the good fats, nuts and things like that so that you can produce the right amount of milk. So no to a juice cleanse. I, you know, green smoothies maybe with some protein or just add in juices to your already healthy diet. I know that we this is my first time juicing. Like, Let me start there. This is my first time juicing. I am not immediately postpartum here since almost three but I tell all of my patients, whenever you have a baby and you're breastfeeding, you actually need to increase your calories even more than when you were pregnant. So juicing, or at least the juicing that we did, dramatically drops your caloric intake. I mean, these juices are like 30 to 50 calories per juice, and you're drinking six to eight of them, depending on what type of juice um, you're drinking. You're drinking six to eight of them a day. So you're talking about taking in anywhere from like 500 to 700 calories for the day with those juices. And that is just not enough calories for you to have in breastfeeding. Like you need fat breastfeeding. These juices don't have any fat. So I would recommend, you know, other things, clean eating, making sure you're eating lean meats, uh, making sure you're eating several frequent meals through the day. So six meals a day. So really breakfast, snack, lunch, snack, dinner, snack, um, and making sure they're, they're well balanced and they're lean meats so that you're getting, you're getting enough nutrients in, but you're not, you know, overeating above what you should be eating um, while breastfeeding, especially if you're trying to kick back. I also would say the first four weeks postpartum, it's hard to get a milk production coming. I mean, my sister breastfed like a champion for a year with one of her babies. And then she breastfed. How long you breastfed for like six months with Haley? Yes, just because of my work schedule. Mm -hmm. I mean, me, I struggled those six months. I was not someone that was like overproducing. So those first four weeks, you are really getting yourself on a schedule. Like you're trying to pump every three to four hours to make sure your milk supply is in. You don't want to do anything to drop your milk supply, like go on juicing, okay? Time out for juicing. Like if you're going to, reduce your caloric intake. I always tell people like, wait until you have a strong, steady milk supply. So give yourself like four to six months before you're doing anything like cutting down your calories drastically because you will lose weight just by breastfeeding. Like that weight will drop off of you if you are consistently breastfeeding. And then if you don't, if you're not if you haven't reached your goal or if you haven't gotten most of your pre-pregnancy weight off, your post-pregnancy weight off, then you can always try to restrict your calories or eat leaner meals or space your meals out more and maybe eat four meals a day as opposed to six small meals a day. Once you hit that six to eight month mark, if you're consistently breastfeeding, but four weeks is just too early. The case pearl, and usually, you know, with these questions, I don't really do case pearls, but since we have all three questions, I figure I'd give y'all a pearl. So the pearl for this case is 
I do not recommend strict diets while breastfeeding. Remember, when breastfeeding, you should actually eat more calories than when you are pregnant. All right, medical intern, what's our second question? Our second question says, my husband and I had a baby almost five months ago. I gained about 45 pounds and I have only been able to lose about 10. I tried breastfeeding, but stopped after three months because my work schedule was too busy. I now weigh 237 pounds and am 5'5". I want to try to lose weight, but since I'm 35 years old, my husband and I want to try and get pregnant soon. What should I do? Is it safe to get pregnant at my weight or should I try to lose weight first? Well, I would definitely recommend losing weight first. Um, And that goes with changing your diet, just incorporating some type of physical activity, a minimum of 30 minutes, five days a week, so that you are healthy in going into, you know, trying to get pregnant. I wouldn't focus on losing weight like that wouldn't be my motivation. It would be about getting healthy, getting myself healthy overall, as opposed to losing weight. So that will come with that once she changes her habits and, you know, eating right and incorporating some type of fitness. Um, I would agree. You know, I feel like every time a woman hits 35, they feel like they're on the clock. So, you know, Stacey, I don't know if you know that feeling because you weren't on the clock, but you know me, I was on the clock. I mean, let me tell you, they didn't think I was going to have kids. Did you think I was going to have kids? No, ma'am. You were just going to be the rich auntie. Rich. Well, first of all, I'm not rich, but, (laughs) but I'm telling you, my family did not think I was going to have kids because I waited a long time before I got married. And then we waited three more years before we had Harrison. So people were like, oh, you having a baby? What? And I say that because everybody thinks like, oh, whatever kids you have by 35 are the kids you're going to have. But I'm here to remind you, you are not on the clock. And I know some people think 35, oh my God, I'm going to have a baby that has problems. That is not necessarily true. And people think about having babies with, you know, different syndromes. Remind yourself that the risk of Down syndrome, having a Down syndrome baby is only 1% at age 40. Okay. Um, and even there, you know, that's just a percentage, you know, anybody can have a baby with problems. Anyone can, doesn't matter if you're 20 years old or if you're 50 years old. So I, I will say that, like, don't use the age as the parameter about when you can and can't have, ki- have kids. Losing weight and being at your healthiest is going to be your goal before you get pregnant. But for some people, if they're 400 pounds, them getting down to 237 is their goal, right? And they've dropped a significant amount of weight and that they're much healthier and they can move forward with with getting pregnant. For you, you know, you gained 45 pounds, you've retained 35 of those 45 pounds. You know, if you have associated high blood pressure or diabetes because of it, then you definitely should get the weight off first to be able to control your blood pressure or to control your diabetes first. But if you get checked out, and you're healthy, you don't have diabetes, you don't have heart disease, you don't have high blood pressure, then I'm not going to tell you you shouldn't get pregnant. But I always would agree with lifestyle modifications that will then in turn help you lose weight and keep it off. So I don't want you to do any like binge dieting or like Stacy says, instant fix pills or even detoxes to get weight off quickly because then you're just going to put it back on even quicker when you get pregnant. But doing some lifestyle modifications uh, would be helpful. Anything else you want to add, Stacey? 
Yes, I kind of hesitated with that question because the counselor in me was picking up on other things that she needs to be working on, like saying I was only able to lose 10 pounds. 10 pounds is a lot. You know, pat yourself on the back for that, first of all, um, and just work on getting yourself in a better place mentally and physically, and then the rest of that will fall into place. The case pearl for this one is losing as little as 10 pounds can help reduce your risk of complications in pregnancy. So you don't have to lose it all. Just work on yourself and work on being the best version of yourself that you possibly can be. All right, medical intern, I think we have one more question. We do. And it says, my husband was laid off during the pandemic and I'm working a part-time job since we now have two little ones at home. Therefore, money has been tighter And I had to get rid of the family gym membership. Are there any at-home workouts that you would recommend to help weight loss and energy? Oh, that's all, Stacey. Yes, there are so many free at-home workouts. Um, When the pandemic first started, my gym... you know, everybody's gym shut down. Um, So luckily I found this program that was giving like online free classes. Um, They've since gone to charging, but it was free for a whole year. So you just have to look around like Nike Run Club, Nike Training App, uh, MyFitnessPal. All of those are free fitness apps. So just Google. I would do things at home, create your own workouts, work out with the kids, get some jump ropes, walk around outside, jog around outside, um, create something that's going to be fun for you um, so that you will continue to do it. A lot of people like to use the excuse of, oh, I, I'm not able to go to the gym. I don't have time. Um, you know, finances, I, I was very guilty of that as well. However, if you're doing stuff at home, that eliminates all of those excuses. So create your own workouts at home. Google them. They're they're fun. And again, you can involve the kids and get everyone in the house active. So yes, no gym, no problem. Bodyweight exercises can have the same effects, if not better effects than actually using weights. So Google is your best friend. And you guys should, you can DM Stacy, and she will send you a whole calendar of workouts. Let me tell you, this is, you know, my sister is the workout Nazi. You know, I like things like cookies and cake and things like that. She does too, but she has a lot more self-control than I do. Obviously, if you compare the two of us, you can tell that she has a lot more self-control. But when these babies were younger, so her kids are 11 and 12 now, but when they were younger, she used to have them on the floor doing push-ups and sit-ups and jumping jacks and all kinds of stuff during the commercial breaks while they're watching TV. And I, I used to think, oh my God, these poor children... But they actually liked working out. So if you get your children involved in it, a lot of kids really like, they have a lot more energy than us. So they actually like working out. Um, the only thing I could add to that, that Stacy probably has not already, you know, said is don't forget walking is important. You know, you can literally walk around the block. Okay. Walk for 15 to 20 minutes a day, do some squats and some sit-ups every day. And that is a full body workout, okay? So you can just do things as simple as walking. And even if you don't have weights at home, you can use bottles of water or canned goods or, you know, anything you have at home or you can use your body weight. Now, I will say the person that used to train me before I moved to Houston used to tell me that the best workout was a push-up, a push-up. 
So I would do push-ups every day. And you know, those things are hard, but I guess between a push-up and a burpee, that's a good full body workout. I don't know, Stacey, if you have your favorite, like this is your go-to workout if you don't have anything else to do. What would you tell people? And everyone hates burpees, um, but you are correct. Burpees, push-ups, it's a full body workout. You're working your back, your arms, your legs, your core. You're working all of your muscles. So I would say burpees, um, definitely try to do, like Nicole mentioned, during the commercial breaks. I would challenge my kids, let's do at least 10 burpees, 10 burpees, 10 push-ups, 10 sit-ups during each commercial break. Little things like that add up. So yes, definitely burpees, unfortunately. Fortunately, um, I also like jumping rope. Um, that could be fun with the kids too. And that's again, a full body workout. Um, anything that you're going to do that would require you to tighten your core planks, for instance, burpees, push-ups, using your whole body um, is going to be your best bet. So all those things we really don't like, but we can enjoy, we can enjoy jump rope. Well, you guys tell us what your favorite workouts are at home, because I'd be interested. I'm trying to, I'm trying to do some new stuff so I can get ready for the summertime. (laughs) All of us non-pregnant people need to get ready for the summertime because it is right there around the corner. So speaking of getting ready for the summertime, Stacey, please tell our listeners how they can find you. Um, you can find me on social media platforms, uh, Facebook, just Stacey K. Door, Instagram, Stacey RLK, or you can send me an email, Stacey K. Door at gmail.com. I can help you out with any fitness programs or nutrition plans. Um, and if you need some personal training or need some advice for you and your kids or your family, please send me a message. Well, thanks, baby sister, for being on the podcast. And Thanks, you guys, for listening to the podcast. I hope that you've learned more about weight loss and exercise and everything you need to get your baby weight off. If you are someone you know has had a pregnancy complication or unique pregnancy situation, let me know about it. Email me at pregnancypearls at gmail.com to hear your topic or case discussed on one of our podcast episodes. Also, remember to follow me on Instagram at pregnancy underscore pearls and Facebook at pregnancy pearls. And don't forget to subscribe and catch up on the YouTube channel, which is youtube.com forward slash pregnancy pearls with Dr. Plenty for more quick talks about pregnancy complications. In closing, remember to advocate for yourself. You are your biggest advocate and no one knows what's going on with your body except for you. Thanks for listening. Pregnancy Pearls is hosted by Dr. Nicole Lee Plenty. Produced by Nicole Plenty and Janine Brunson Johnson. Executive producer Ken Johnson. Find Pregnancy Pearls on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe and rate. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice for diagnosis or treatment of individual medical conditions. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with specific questions regarding a medical condition. Pregnancy Pearls is a mean old lion media production. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.